Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're taking a look at the auto industry for any clues that might predict future impact in the housing market. Whenever interest rates rise, we often see the impact in the auto repo rate six to eight months before we see foreclosures in the housing market. Foreclosures are a judicial process in most jurisdictions, which involves a much longer process than auto repossession. When researching this episode, I learned some pretty shocking statistics about the auto industry. In 2022, in the U.S., we can expect about 2.2 million vehicles to be repossessed by lenders or leaseholders. That comes to 5,418 repos a day. But defaults are running about three times the rate of repos. That number should be very concerning to both lenders and borrowers. According to Kelly Blue Book, the average price of a new vehicle rose 13.5% year-over-year to 47148 in May of 2022. Combined with record high monthly payments, it's easy to start piecing together the story. The Edmunds data showed a whopping 12.7% of new car buyers are on the hook for payments of more than $1,000 per month. That's the equivalent of a mortgage payment in much of America, and they're being applied to a depreciating asset. We're not talking about luxury makes and models. People are paying over sticker price on even used vehicles. Now, prices might be part of the problem, but in an article in Barron's Magazine, many buyers are defaulting on loans purchased in vehicles in 2020 and 2021 when they receive their stimulus checks or temporary bumps in pay due to the pandemic. And as those benefits disappear, many of these borrowers are left holding the bag with a monthly loan payment they can't afford. Some are expecting this scenario to play out kind of like the subprime mortgage crisis in 2008. It's impossible to tell exactly where this is going to go, but I have a few clues here. When you consider there's a little over 17 million new cars sold in the U.S. each year, 85% of which are financed, 2.2 million repos represents the default rate of about 15.5% of vehicle sales ending in default. Now, not all of those defaults are on new vehicles. There's about 40 million used cars each year, and the latest statistics show that 34.5% of those were financed. We don't have an exact breakdown on defaults of new versus used cars. But what's more interesting is that the loan-to-value ratios for a lot of those vehicles is averaging 140%. Now, you might wonder how that happens. Why are banks lending more than a car is worth? Well, it turns out that the banks are not lending more than the vehicle is worth when it's still on the dealer lot. New cars depreciate faster than the principal paydown during the early part of the loan. So with a new car, lenders are traditionally taking the greatest risk with new cars compared with used cars. But there's something interesting happening with used cars. And I learned this from former Federal Reserve insider Danielle DiMartino Booth reported recently in an interview with automotive guru Lucky Lopez that car repos are surging in the used market as well. Danielle and Lucky in their conversation outlined that during the pandemic, new car dealers were authorized by the manufacturers to sell more used cars to compensate for the lack of supply in new cars. The new car dealers were selling used cars at inflated prices and then tacking on extended warranties and rust-proofing and all kinds of upgrades and financing, all of these at subprime rates of 10 to 15% over 70 months, sometimes even 84 months. That's how you get loans that are so far above the value of the vehicle. But now, the borrower is prisoner to that loan. No bank or credit union will refinance that loan at a lower interest rate with a loan-to-value ratio above 100%. See, high-used vehicle prices combined with high interest rates 
are largely responsible for the high default rate. When borrowers have zero equity in the vehicle, they're incented to hand over the keys and buy a less expensive vehicle at fair market value. See, during the pandemic, the temporary income bump as a result of the federal stimulus checks were being approved by lenders who were seeking income verification, even though that income was temporary. No sooner had the borrowers purchased these vehicles with their STIMI checks, the lenders were then told that the borrower couldn't afford to make the payment, and lenders were then offering forbearance to borrowers, which kept the repo rates down during the pandemic. Fast forward a few months later, when people start to declare bankruptcy, the repossessed vehicles can't be sold at auction right away, so the banks are having to lease more and more land to store all these vehicles that are being repossessed while the borrower goes through the bankruptcy process. As of September 30th, 2021, 23% of all car loans in Washington, D.C. were actually in default. But the lenders are not realizing those losses on their books, at least until the auction sale is closed. I'm predicting that the automotive industry is about to undergo a dramatic shift. The impact on the banking sector is going to be much larger than anyone imagines, and it's likely to result in tightening liquidity in all sectors later this year. The narrative that prices are remaining high, inventories are low, there's a chip shortage is actually starting to show leaks. Dealers are holding on to inventory, hoping to continue selling above manufacturer's retail price, but this too is a bubble that's going to pop. The sources I'm looking at are already showing signs of increasing used vehicle inventory. And as with anything that obeys the law of supply and demand, that can only mean falling prices. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.